is the True Real Estate 911 podcast with Lisa True. Lisa will share up-to-date real estate information with you that you need to know. Welcome to True Real Estate 911. It's Brian Mudd along with your local real estate pro, Lisa True, with the real estate information that you really need to know right now. Uh, to make sure that you're going to have success, whether you're looking to sell or buy in today's real estate market. We know that a lot has changed. And in this time of year, we have kind of a changing of two seasons. Not only do we have the spring season, which often brings in buying, but also the impact of season ending, which often leads to a lot of those people that were renting for season that are looking to buy especially after the kind of winter we had in the Northeast this year. So as we get going today, I want to remind you that if you're not already there, go to truerealestate911.com. That's truerealestate911.com, the best local resource you're going to find for real estate information. You can search the MLS in real time like a real estate pro, like the Trues do. They pay for it so that you can use that service for free. Super cool. So check it out. Plus, all kinds of information that is going to be relevant to your home questions and and the answers you need to be successful these days uh, great videos and, and other information available for you at truerealestate911.com and if you're looking to buy sell if you just have questions seven days a week the truth they are there for you at 561-972-8326 561-972-8326 lisa it was uh, just over a week ago that you ended up uh, telling me hey uh this spring is off to about as fast of a start as i've seen uh, and that's saying something, given that you have been involved in real estate since, uh, you know, the late 80s. So uh, tell us what's going on here in the Palm Beaches. It is not a warm spring market. It is a hot summer spring market. It has started. It is in full force and buyers are out there. And I think it's a lot of things coming together in kind of this perfect storm. First of all, we had uh, pent up um, buyers that from the fall that normally would have purchased and they just haven't been able to find the right property because remember we had the impact of the hurricane. Right. And so there was a delay in people getting homes on the market. And when there's a delay in that, obviously there's fewer homes for buyers to buy. So that's number one. Number two, obviously we know the winter that the Northeast has had and the Northeast buyer is very, very interested in South Florida either as a second home or a primary home. The third thing that's happened is obviously the tax changes, mm -hmm. which once again is impacting the Northeast at a very big level. So on top of our normal spring market, which is always very strong here, we have all these other things going on top of it, which is great if you're a seller and a little bit of a challenge if you're a buyer. And as we take a look at the most recent real estate information for the Palm Beaches, uh, the numbers are, are pretty much good across the board. We see the median sales price up about 7%. Uh, we have seen even uh, the, the times on market come down, the length of time on market. And for the first time in a long time, we're actually seeing improvement in luxury properties. Over the past two years, this had been the real soft spot in the market. Uh, talk a little bit about what's going on there with the luxury market turning around. Well, the good news is that we're seeing more activity and we're at almost just under 13 months of inventory, which is the lowest we've seen for a while. So it's a great time to, to be smart if you're in that luxury product, both as a buyer and a seller, 
and let's get the pricing right, the marketing perfect. I'm seeing a lot of mistakes out there, not just in the luxury market, but just across the board. You've got to get the formula right. Even in a hot seller's market, if you miss the formula, you either leave money on the table or you don't get sold. You know, we hear all the time that there's an inventory issue, right? Sure. I mean, we're hearing it on the the news everywhere. We're hearing it from our friends. We're hearing it from buyers. I actually have a little bit of a different opinion. I think we don't have an inventory issue. I think we have a good inventory issue. I think there are many properties on the market that would be great options, and they're just missing the formula. Generally, what they're missing is the pricing. They're hearing it's a great market, so I can ask anything I want. Well, that's not reality. And we have to be able to appraise a property. And cash buyers usually can afford to buy cash because they are smart. So they are not just going to pay anything for a house just because you're asking for it. We are also taking a look at the changing interest rate market and the uh, changing economy. Has that also created a a bit of a sense of an urgency with with many buyers that are looking to finance? I think that um, when you look at the studies out there, when do buyers buy homes? They buy homes when, you know, they're ready to buy homes. And, you know, if somebody has been on the fence, I think that that buyer probably got off the fence a while ago. But if they, what has happened is it's accelerated maybe by a few months. Okay. Which and is good. So uh, what would typically maybe be that summer buying season, that early summer with school getting out and then it begins in earnest, maybe some of those folks, for example, that are getting bumped up now because uh, those families might be a little bit more sensitive to that consideration. Yes. And we are having people that might have rented another year starting to say, well, is it smart? And that's happening for two reasons. Number one, we know that rent rates keep going up. Yes. There's fewer choices for, once again, good rentals for people. And so they get the notice that they're, you know, they're happy where they're at and they're happy with what they're paying. And all of a sudden, hey, it's great. We'd love for you to stay. But if you're going to stay, here's your new rental rate. And between that and then this this news that prices keep going up and interest rates, you know, are going to go up, that maybe they don't have the luxury of waiting another year. Yeah, Lisa, you bring up such an important and an interesting point. I've had this conversation with two people uh, within the last week, and it is, once again, that renting is cheaper than buying in almost every circumstance. And there's one consideration in particular that that kind of, I, I think, encapsulizes this idea. We know what happened with the um, the price of real estate during the recession. And we understand, you know, also what happened to people, jobs, incomes. There's only one, one thing in real estate that has appreciated every single year preceding the recession, and that's rent rates. And so while real incomes had been lagging, while home prices ended up taking a dive, Rent rates have done nothing but increase, increase, increase. And in fact, every single year since 2007, rent rates have averaged increasing above the rate of real incomes. And I don't know that a lot of people necessarily appreciate how important that is and and the value proposition to be buying rather than renting. You know, it's interesting. On the way here, I had a phone call from someone who um, manages um, the real estate side of a, a large hedge fund out of the Northeast. And they have purchased 20, listen to this number, 20 
billion dollars. Now, not all in South Florida, right? And they are going to keep investing in South Florida. And he reached out and he said, I've seen your marketing. I like, you know, I like your persistence. I like kind of your approach. Um, Thought I'd reach out. Here's what we're looking for. So I'm sitting here thinking, okay, they're buying, right? Yep. So that to me says something. It absolutely does. When investors are still seeing opportunity in this market, when you're talking about people of that size, and here's the other thing it, it suggests too, when you're talking about uh, you know a, a hedge fund that has 20 billion invested in real estate, they're not looking to buy one home. No, they're they're not, and they they are still optimistic and enthusiastic about our market, which is great news. They're not getting rid of their inventory. They're not selling off their inventory. Now, they are looking for some buy and flips as well, which is um, a different kind of mentality. But their buy and hold inventory, they're holding it. They're keeping it. They're keeping it long term. I had dinner with um, kind of an icon in real estate coaching this past week. And he's been buying California real estate since, you know, he was probably in his 20s. And he's not in his 20s anymore. <laughs> and he said, I never buy real estate with the thought to sell it. He said, you make wealth by buying real by buying good real estate yep. and keeping it and getting it paid off as quickly as you can. Yep. And it's all about cash flow and retaining it. And I thought, what a basic principle, right? What Absolutely. A great principle. Buy real estate. And, it, and, you know, I'm not of the mentality that you can't get a loan to buy real estate. You know, I, I, I just think that, that's a great idea, but how many of us can actually do that? So buy it, make sure it cash flows, reinvest all your money into it, get it paid off. Then you have this great asset and then do it again and do it again and do it again, right? And and you sound financial principles to build your wealth. But he said, I never plan to ever sell any of my real estate, you know? And I thought, how unusual is that? It's an interesting, you know, mindset that I think makes perfect sense. It's uh, something that with my investments, I've taken the approach with too. I don't look entering uh, to enter investments for the purpose of having to sell. If I have to sell, it's because I, something went wrong, probably in my evaluation in the first place. And that is, you know, a principle that's held up is ultimately the income off of investments rather than trying to time the market. That's especially true if you're talking about stocks or other commodities and the like. But in real estate, it's true too. The one thing that is kind of interesting that way for people that are interested in, in the investment side of real estate is if you take a look historically, there are only two times in which uh, the price of real estate has receded for more than one year at a time. Uh, and one of those happened, uh, of course, during the uh, Great Recession that we went through. In the previous, you have to go back to the Great Depression. That's it. So in other words, historically, even when real estate from a, a capital appreciation standpoint uh, is, is heading south, even then, it's so short-lived because, yes. again, you got supply and demand. And if you're making good, sound decisions on the front end, history does suggest that exactly what you're talking about, exactly what uh, you know your, your friend was talking about, that will hold true. You know, one of the, I remember, I was talking to uh, somebody about uh, pricing of a property, and I was telling them that back in the 90s, I remember, you know, just what you were talking about. We had a little bit of a, you'd call it a buyer's market. Yeah. 
around 91, 92. But it was short. Yeah. Right. It wasn't a, you know, seven year period or eight year period. It was a short little bump in the road. And if people could either rent it out, I mean, there were a lot of strategies to kind of weather that short period of time. And then the, then the real estate market came back to a normal market and then eventually a seller's market. And so, you know, I think that it's, it's fine to plan to sell a property. I mean, sometimes the exit strategy, that makes sense. And sometimes it's even good to sell your investment properties. Maybe that investment used to, the numbers used to be great and you can take that money and do something else with it. That's awesome. I just think it's the, we need to be careful of the get rich quick uh, philosophy because yes. I'm seeing that come back. People that are trying to flip where flipping isn't the best idea. Well, and I'll tell you, people that have success in the lower price ranges and they're flipping them and having great success, many of them are then saying, well, if I double my average oh, sales yeah. price, I'll double my profit. Theoretically. Yes. And I'm seeing some of those people really getting burned because they're not able to sell them and they're holding them, they're carrying costs, and many of them are losing their shirt so you just have to be very clear that you know you make money on the purchase not on the sale you know something else that's kind of interesting is we're we're talking about how the markets changed and evolved uh you know we had a stat that came out recently that uh the foreclosure process beginning to end we're now back to pre-recession levels uh so in other words not just the new filings but those that are in the pipeline those that are available for sale we're now back to the the levels as though the whole housing crisis never happened. And we're seeing that show up in our numbers as well. Taking a look last month, well, we had uh, 59 total distressed property sales. So for people who think, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to be able to find a good value on a distressed property. I mean, those are almost non-existent anymore. No, they're they're almost um, they're far and few between, and many times they are they are truly in need of a cash buyer because they are homes that they're not like our short sales of of old or our foreclosures sure. of old, where they were you know really good people things that you know bad things had happened with the economy and people were still loving and caring for their homes. Many of these need a cash buyer, and I'll tell you if you're looking for a home under three hundred and fifty, definitely if you're a buyer. You need to have a buyer's agent on your side. You need to have somebody who's going to tell you the truth so that you can go into what is realistic. Maybe look at um, different options. We had a lot of people calling us wanting a single family home, mainly from out of state, um, in price ranges that we just can't get them what they want for that price range. And we talk about alternatives. So, you know, sometimes, you know, there is a way to uh, achieve the essence of your goal without being literal to it. But you have to understand that properties might sell for more than they appraise for. Um, If you are selling a home, you need an agent that has a proven track record that knows how to help you win. Because we are seeing huge mistakes in the marketplace right now. We're seeing overpricing dramatically of properties. They will never appraise. And what's worse is they're going to eventually, if they want to sell, reduce. But they're going to have to reduce drastically. So, you know, it is a great market as a buyer, great market as a seller. It is a challenging market for both, and you need somebody who knows how to navigate this. Well, and we're seeing it show up in, you know, the time to contract here and and how quickly that properties are selling. 
And, you know, we all see those signs in our neighborhood that have been up one month, two months, three months, four months, and then some that have been up a year. And obviously something is very wrong there. And in some cases, it's not necessarily the property. It is the way it's being positioned, uh, to your very point. And one of the uh, the interesting opportunities that we continue to see showing up, if we take a look in like the time to contract, the area that is quickest is what you were talking about there, that 250 to 300, averaging just about 34 days. And we do still see that by the time you get to luxury property, especially over a million, you know, we're taking six months plus in that high-end luxury space. It seems to me like there still is very much a move-up buy opportunity for people that are interested in doing that right now. Well, when we talk about the improving luxury market, let's let's be clear. In it's context. Still, <laughs> yes, it's still a buyer's market. Yep. I mean, remember, six months is neutral. And at you know over a million, we're at almost 13 months of inventory. And that's the lowest we've seen. So there's absolutely a move-up buy opportunity. And if you are in certain fields like the medical fields there's some wonderful specialty loan products out there to help you with that move up by you know it is absolutely the time to kind of say where do i want to be where do i want to be the next five to ten years and if you're somebody who's been in a home maybe you're in that seller's market you know i'm having a lot of people they're still on the fence they're thinking about it you you need to get off the fence this is the time to have your home on the market like tomorrow we are working whatever hours we need to work to meet with whatever clients that we can because time is of the essence for you to really take advantage of this craziness, which will calm down at some point, right? I mean, this is um, the, the perfect storm and we will have seasons again, no doubt about it. And yet, hopefully we won't have the hurricane impact right. next year. And you never know about the winter impact, right? I mean, sure. they could have a great, uh, uh, what I call a great winter, which means lots of snow and a nor'easter, um, multiple nor'easters, because <laughs> it helps our real estate economy down here. Um, they don't love it so much, but right. but once again, for my clients, it's awesome. And but we, you know, they may have a mild winter, and then then we'll just have our normal activity next summer. So if you say, I think it's time to sell. Stop thinking, pick up the phone, call me. Let's look at that strategy because it's not about the pricing. It's about the pricing strategy and having a strategy behind everything. What these numbers mean to you, that's what we dive into and say, okay, how do you get the most money? And I'll tell you, I promise you, it is not by overpricing it. I will go up against anybody who overprices their listings and tell and show you the closed data. You get more when you price it right. And on that note, if you're interested in having a conversation with the crews, they're ready to help you. Buying, selling questions, available for you seven days a week, ready for you right now. 561-972-8326, 561-972-8326, or if you're not already there, go to truerealestate911.com.